What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. And we got another D1 commit on the other end of the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline to help you pass the time in your summer. Her name is Haley Stoner. She plays volleyball at Mission Hills High School, home of the Grizzlies. She's going to be headed on to USD next year. How's your summer been? It's been pretty good. Oh, come on. Pretty good? You figured out where you're going to college and all that beforehand. Um, Do you mind if we start there? Uh, You decided to commit to play at USD. Uh, Why USD and what has that process been like for you? So it's been pretty good. I'm very glad that it's over now. I kind of get to know where I'm going. So I'm going into my junior year and then, I don't know, I'm really excited. It was a really good process. Um, I'm very happy it's over just because it was tough. But now that I know, it's it's really exciting. So the recruitment process for volleyball, basketball, kind of – some of the some of the high school sports, it, it is just as much about the off season as the you know the off season of the high school season. It is about the regular high school season. So, you play with Wave. I have that correct. Yes, I do. So you basically play high level volleyball all year round. You never really get a break from the from the peak level of competition. Was right. was one of those more important than the other? Uh, kind of help help explain the the volleyball culture to people that maybe don't have exposure to it. So you're saying like is high school more important than like club? Or or just like, what, what's like it that? what's it like? You know, never taking a break from that that real true high level of competition. Well, it's definitely tough at some points because at some points you're just kind of like, oh, I want to go hang out with my friends, or I want to, I just want to have a break or like a day off practice, but. In the end, it's kind of like, what's more important to you? Like, are you excited for your future? Do you want this in your future? And I think it kind of helps me being constantly in volleyball because it kind of like sets me up for what my future might be like. Um, Like going to college and playing volleyball, it's just kind of like that repetitive, like always about to play, always getting ready to play. And I think just having that in the back of my head really helps me. um, Where where does that motivation come from for you? Um, I started volleyball when I was about nine and I just kind of got thrown into it. And like, at first I didn't know what that motivation was. Um, but recently it's just kind of been my family, just kind of how they're always supporting me, always being like, Hey, you've got this. I believe in you. I think that's definitely my motivation is just having them on the sidelines, always watching me and, um, just kind of always being there for me. I guess that's my motivation. All right, so you have a couple different positions listed on your Max Preps page, outside hitter, MB, and OPP. Uh, Fill us in on what MB and OPP are. Okay, so MB is middle blocker. It's kind of like the center of the net. And you um, basically just kind of run the net. And then outside is on the left side of the court. And then OP is on the right side. They're kind of just like three front row hitters that the setter has options to set to. So no matter what, you are up front smashing away. Uh, I, I see, again, on, on I go off the max preps always very tentatively. I don't know how accurate all these are filled in, but so far through two seasons, 440 kills for you. Um, I, I, as a 5'10 guy with minimal hops, have never had the pleasure of being able to you know, really get up there high and enjoy a true volleyball <laughs> kill. 
How awesome, yeah. how rewarding is that when you really connect with one and you drive it home? It feels awesome just kind of knowing that you made that point for your team and that like in the end you did help like make that win for your team. I think that's what I like so much about it. It's just like not the hit, but afterward when your team is like, good job, like way to go. Like we're almost to like the end point of the game. Like I think that's why I like it so much. Just kind of like that happiness your team gets when you make a point. I like that part. You talk about uh, getting to the end of the game. Volleyball games sometimes can really drag on and become these hyper dramatic, really long. You know, these games take two hours sometimes of just back and forth. Every game goes to 25, 22, 23, something like that, and very dramatic. Uh, is there one or two wins that stand out to you in, in your in your high school memory of like, wow, that game was just amazing? Because I think people don't always understand just, I mean, how draining it can be to get a win sometimes in volleyball. Right. Okay, so last year, I think we were playing Carlsbad. I believe that was the school. I don't really remember the school. But it was we went to five. And usually, like, volleyball games only really go to three. So, like, for me personally. And so... It was like the first game we had actually won that year because we were having a tough season, which is okay because we kept pushing through. But it was senior night for all of our seniors, and we just kept pushing. Like everyone thought we were going to like fall at the end of the game, but like we just kept pushing. And every match was like 25-26 or like 22-25. And it was just, I guess it was something like we were all pushing for. And I don't know, I just kind of remember like, how everyone was so happy that we won that game and then just to go into senior night all happy and like excited. So I think that's the one game I really remember. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. Also t- tell us a little bit, cause you being up at that front, um, I, I would hope that you can testify to this volleyball. It, it's, it's not a direct contact sport. You're not out there tackling somebody really, you know, hitting, but by the end of a game, your, your arms from blocks have to hurt. Your your legs have to be t- like. Tell us a little bit about how just draining it is to play something like a five-set game. It is really draining, I think, because you never really get a break in between games. Like, there's no halftime. There's no, like, timeout. Um, like, our longest timeout is, like, a minute, and you just have to, like, talk to your team really fast and then just get back on the court. And it's kind of like you're constantly jumping towards the ball. You're always moving your feet. It can be really draining, I think, just because there's no, like, you're never just standing there. You're either, like, waiting for the ball and, like, anticipating moving, or you're just kind of, like, running around, kind of, I don't know, supporting your t- your teammates and just kind of waiting for the ball to come to you. I think that's what can be so tiring about it, is just because you're never stopped. You're always doing something. So you mentioned the uh, the break the timeout. Yeah, you guys get about you, you game ends, you walk to the other side, you get about 90 seconds off. I, I don't know how you're able to do it. Um I just have a general volleyball question for you because Okay. I cover a fair amount of volleyball, but I did not grow up playing volleyball. So I always hear the term side out used and, and everyone just scream inside out. But right. I found out after a little bit that not everybody knows the origin or what <clears> it actually <throat> means. Do you know what side out means? Yes, I do. It's like, okay, so there's a server on the other side of the court, and they serve the ball to you. If your team's not serving, you want to side out so you can have serve. 
if that makes sense. That is the uh, most direct explanation I have ever received from some people. Um, (laughs) This all kind of, for me, it all came out because uh, early on I was talking to, we had um, the La Jolla Country Day girls team and their coach in studio on our show and I was asking them something about like best chance or cheers and they were all like oh yeah we all just say side out all the time and I asked one of the girls what does it mean and she started rambling on and on and you could very quickly tell that she had no idea what it really meant and then the coach comes in with it and he explained us it's something that's not really used actually in the sport anymore and it just was kind of a wow that's a it's a cool thing how sometimes sports evolve in terms of what they say um the right. the the general atmosphere at a volleyball game though always very positive very high energy yeah. um for the moment or two that you do get off the court and get to sit down and take a break it still feels like everyone from the bench is constantly bringing that energy um yeah you know what is that like existing in such a positive sport where there there really isn't a lot of the you see it in, 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 I talked to football players all summer and they're all, you know, we're real focused on beating up on this team. You know, so much they feed off that, that kind of negative, you know, competitive energy. You guys seem to feed off the positive competitive energy. What's that like? Right. I definitely enjoy it just because always seeing your team like happy and just ready to like go through anything, whether it's like a win or a loss, they just stay happy until like after you leave the match, obviously. But it's just kind of like, they're, they're never giving up on the players on the court and they're always cheering. Like in volleyball, it's a very like loud and everyone cheers. There's always a cheer happening. Everyone's always yelling. And I feel like it's just, it's calming to see like your teammates on the sidelines, not giving up on you. Even if like you're struggling on the court, they're always like, come on, you got it. Like, I believe in you. Do you have a think, favorite cheer uh, that Mission Hills does? Um. We do a cheer. It's not really like, it's just kind of like when we're in a huddle and we cheer, we say Grizzlies on three, family on six. Oh. And I think that's just like a very, I don't know, it kind of brings us together because obviously everyone does like their school mascot, but then just to like know that you're actually a family and not just a team. I really enjoy that. Well, you guys are the only Grizzlies in San Diego. Uh, so you're yep. not you're not one of the schools that's like an eagle or something, and you're you're like oh yeah we're one of a couple eagles or one of a couple of this that or the other. So yeah, it technically is a unique chant here in San Diego. Uh, let's break yeah. away from football or I'm sorry from volleyball for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I have been in the football mindset, and I apologize for that. Uh, oh, it's so okay. I always start with this question on, on in terms of the non sports questions because I feel like it is both the easiest and the hardest, and that is, where's the best Mexican food in San Diego? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't even know. I've gone to so many places that it's just like you can't decide. Well, help me narrow it down then. Where is one of your favorites, or just what is your favorite thing to get? Are you a California burrito person? Are you a rolled taco? Where do you fall on this, this whole spectrum of what to get at Mexican food? I'm a burrito person. Okay. California burrito like, specifically, or is there some hidden hidden breakfast burrito that you like out there? Because everyone has their style. Nope. California burrito, that's what I order every single time I go to a Mexican restaurant. Very nice. Very nice. If you could only yep. listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? Florida Georgia Line. That was very fast. So you're a yep, country they're person. My, 
favorite. Yep. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I, I, we're, we're starting to get more country answers, and I think it is one of the most underappreciated musical genres. You can listen to it at any point, anytime, anywhere. Uh, it always works. Uh, it what is, is, it is so good. What is the most recent television show you have binged or are currently binging? I am currently binging Supernatural. I've never watched it before, but I'm always like, you can always get me watching like, not horror, but like kind of like suspenseful TV shows. That's what I always watch. No, thank you for me. Can't deal with it. Um, we had somebody on here a couple of days ago talking about how much they loved uh, all the like the scariest possible the haunting movies and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let me know after you're back because I, yeah. I can't handle that. Um, I definitely didn't. I can't handle those. I, I didn't get any of that gene, though. I can't watch the suspenseful stuff. I get stressed out. Just, I get stressed out enough watching live sporting events going, who's going to win, who's going to lose? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not playing. I don't have a kid playing in either of these. Um, so right. I, I have much respect for you guys. Uh, what's your favorite class in school? My favorite class? I really like science, kind of like all sciences. Chemistry is not really my thing, but like biology and stuff like that is definitely my favorite. So maybe pre-med future doctor or, or haven't given any of that thought yet for college? Yep. I'm kind of leaning toward physical therapy. So that's kind of what I want to do with my life. I hope it works, but you never know. And you are still years away from it. So I'm just a yeah. conversation, not trying to ask you <laughs> anything about that. It's still technically summer, so I'm probably committing a cardinal sin for uh, even bringing up school and, and studying or anything <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. Have you heard of and do you play the sport spike ball? I have heard of it. Is that where it's like a little net on the floor and then you have to like hit the ball into it? Yes. I've played it a little bit, but I'm not very good at it. So you at least have somewhat of a frame of reference for my next question, and, and that is, do yeah. you think that spike ball would make a good CIF sport? Hmm. It depends. Like, okay, I don't know. What does it depend on? Like, how many teammates do you have? Because isn't it only, like, four people can play, or can you add more, or... Yeah, so usually, usually the hypothetical scenario I throw out there for people if they do play it a lot is uh, build me out, like, a five- or six-person roster. Um, oh. I, I, I have just gotten a surprising amount of people this summer that I've talked to that go, oh yeah, I spend just as much time playing spike ball as I do my varsity sport. And I, I really, yes. And yeah. And I had no, I have seen it periodically on the beach as a, you know, people playing it here and there. And I had no idea that it had become such an addiction. And I, I have, I have had Twitter threads responding to people being hurt over being left off hypothetical spike ball rosters and all sorts of stuff. So I, I, I don't know when or how this became such a, a hit at the high school and, and college levels, but people absolutely love it. So you have played it, but are not a full-blown addict to it. Right. But I guess it could make a really good sport. I mean, I would watch it. Oh my goodness. I, from the, the, the bits that I have seen, people are diving all over the place. So I, I, I think it would be a good CIF sport just because I feel like every school could come up with a couple of good people and it would be very easily everyone would be uh, competitive. Um, right, yeah. Are you uh, – what? what's maybe a hidden talent or, or some a sort of thing talent. that you do that you feel like people might not know about you? Um, 
I don't know, because when people always ask me what my hobby is, I always say volleyball. So I don't really like. Well, there you go. The, 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 if volleyball is that your coach at Mission Hills and USD, you're probably like, good answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really. I don't really think about this type of stuff. Well, I don't you, know. We'll, we'll talk to you again uh, next season and see if you've uh, come up with a bit a bigger passion for spike ball and yeah, any sort of like you can juggle or something like that. Perfect. Uh, Maybe I'll join the spike ball team. <laughs> deal. Uh, let, let's get back yeah. to volleyball for a second. As an outside hitter, I feel like there's a lot more nuance and skill involved than a lot of people give credit for. Um, the, the the one or two people that I've talked with said, you, you know, you can kind of make it parallel to baseball a little bit where some people are power pitchers, some people use curveballs. Hmm. What, how do you, how do you control or how do you aim or how do you finesse like where you're trying to get it and, and get it by somebody? Or is it really just get up there and smack the ball as hard as you can? Well, so I've never really been an outside for long. Last year was the first year I've ever played outside. But like kind of from what I've gathered from it is the outside hitter is like always the person you go to if you need like a consistent point. Like you can always count on them to just get the ball over with an easy like like roll shot or down ball. And like like if it's an off ball, you can always set them and like count on them to get it over. And then when the set's really good, of course, they can hit it really hard. Um but it's just kind of like that one person you count on to make it like a hit over the net, get it around the block and in the court and just kind of get a point for your team. I feel like that's kind of what I see as an outside. What but, do you think? I mean, I don't know if that's true. What do you think is the most uh, misunderstood or underratedly difficult part of volleyball? Setting. I think setting is one of the hardest like things in volleyball. And, like, I don't think they get enough credit for what they do. Because, like, without the setter, I mean, you don't have a hit. You don't have a point. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like that one person that just kind of runs the game and, like, keeps everyone, like, in check, I could say. And you so, have to have a pretty delicate touch from what I understand. Yeah. You can't touch it too hard or you can't have any spin on the ball or – anything like that so you can't like hold it for too long and you can't spin the ball otherwise it's like an automatic point for the other team it seems so it's pretty tough it seems oh and now uh have you ever been tasked with with being the setter or or at any point in your career or was that something you learned early on that you just did not want the stress of well it's just something i kind of learned early on and like i always see like my setters and i, I don't think i ever give them like enough credit for what they do so and I was a setter in like sixth grade, but that doesn't count. That was a long time ago. So. Oh, no, no, no. That that totally counts because I count myself as I played soccer a long, long time ago when I was like 10. And I learned that I was a bad soccer player. And so I retired. Uh, you know, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you learned uh, and, and you, you moved, moved on accordingly to a position that wound up with you playing uh, at the next level. Uh, are you going to be wearing right. number eight again this season? Yep, hopefully. Any specific so. any specific story or, or good luck behind why number eight? Well, my number in club is usually 18, and my birthday is 18. So I was like, well, eight, 18. I don't know. Okay. I just kind of chose it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? The, the, some people, At least you have a, a, a actual vague answer and not just a, it was given to me. Um, well, that too. <laughs> I wanted six my first year, but someone took it, so I took eight. 
darn. Well, you know, yeah. maybe eight works for you because, like you said, eight, 18, you wound up getting the, the college scholarship and all of that. Haley, thank right. you very much for joining us. Best of luck this season. If you guys want to check out the Mission Hills Grizzlies, you should because they have superstars on their team, but they will be opening up the 2019 season on the road at Tri-City Christian on August 23rd and then at home versus Mount Carmel on the 27th. Check out the rest of their schedule online. Volleyball teams play a ton of games, so you will have a ton of chances to go check Haley out. Thank you very much again for joining us. I am Christian Pedersen. The show is SD Prep Insider. You guys have a great rest of your summer. High school sports are almost back in San Diego. See you soon, sports fans.